a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Counseling on Demand. I'm your host, Fred Riley. Hey, welcome to today's podcast. So today we're going to be talking about uh, a way to work through some trauma, some PTSD, and we'll get through that uh, in just a moment. Uh, uh, just recovering from last night. Last night I did a, a Instagram Live, I think it's called, and and uh, you'll notice that that's not posted. Uh, I had a few uh, errors there, and uh, you, if you look on my Riley Counseling, you'll see me picking my nose, uh, evidence that there was some video caught that was kind of embarrassing. So anyways, uh, still doing those at 8 o'clock on Thursdays. Uh, that's uh, that's uh, standard mountain time. So uh, look forward to, to having you on there. We had a pretty good showing, but it, uh, again, we want to be able to answer, answer questions and talk about subject matter that matters to you. So that's on Instagram. That's live on Riley Counseling um, every Thursday at 8. So uh, learning curve for sure. Um, oddly enough, that uh, live, uh, what is it, Instagram live, that was uh, about anxiety. And turns out I had a little bit of anxiety. And and uh, so I thought that was kind of interesting. So today, getting back to PTSD, you know, there's a, a post-traumatic stress disorder or what I refer to as post-traumatic stress injury um, disorder. We want I want to get away from that thought and move more towards injury because the brain is impacted and injured similar to like a sprain or a broken bone. And I know that you've heard that reference before with any kind of mental health, um, you know, diagnosis. But when it comes to PTSD, I really want you and the, and the clients to think about this idea that the brain has the ability to heal and there's actual physical uh, impact from trauma and we can see changes, we can see that injury start to to heal. And so with that focus, obviously you want to be participating in a, a treatment plan that focuses on, on healing. And uh, sometimes, you know, there's that school of thought out there that uh, you can never heal PTSD. Uh, I've had uh, the uh, opportunity to see people uh, heal. In, in my opinion, they've been able to heal from PTSD um, you know, on occasion, something may happen that kind of makes them revisit that PTSD. But I, I think we need to have a focus more on things to help us uh, recover and not only survive, but uh, move forward and become what I call a thriver. You know, um, so many therapists uh, and the verbiage out there is, is uh, you know, there's groups and stuff uh, for those that have been traumatized. And the language is uh, these groups are called survivors of uh, trauma. And uh, we're headed the wrong direction with that as well. Our goal is not to be a survivor. As a matter of fact, those that have hurt us physically, sexually, or what have you, they would love to know that we're still surviving. Our goal is to have power over the trauma. I'm going to talk about one way to do that today. But our goal is to have power to take up space. And so our goal is not to be a survivor of trauma, survivor of, of abuse. But we want to be, our aim is to become a thriver. 
The difference is a thriver, they're able to approach the world very closely, if not better, than they did before the trauma. A thriver is not in a state of survival. They're not um, worried about what everybody thinks. They're more confident, more comfortable. They're taking action upon the world. A survivor is still in that place where they're on high alert. Now, granted, everybody's in a different place, right? Everybody's recovering at different levels. Uh, Trauma affects people in different ways. But the idea is um, you and all of us need to uh, have the mindset that survivor isn't the greatest, uh, it's not the end, it's not the It's not the best phase to be in. It's okay to work towards thriver. And another term that I use often is conqueror. Um, I work really hard with individuals to become conquerors of their life, conquerors of their fears. And so we're going to talk about one way to do that that's a little bit atypical. You know, uh, post-traumatic stress disorder or injury treatment. Uh, I do a lot of that, and maybe you're involved with that as well. Um, But a lot of that work and the work that I do um, consists of revisiting, you know, exposure, um, prolonged exposure treatment where you're exposed to narrating and working through emotions and so forth of certain traumatic um, events, which is fine, but that's a lot of in-office work. And so some of the things that I have found helpful for my clients is I've invited them to move on a on an outward basis, a day-to-day basis. I've invited them to move towards advocacy, and it has become very successful. The idea of advocacy is that if you've been traumatized, if you know someone that's been traumatized, um, what I tell my clients is I believe strongly that they're more of an expert than I am. Now, they may not have that awareness. They may not be aware that they think about things logically or in a good way because of the trauma. But when we do some work on advocacy, what what uh, my clients find, what you can find, is that you're actually quite knowledgeable. Your experience, unfortunately, has taught you a lot of things to be aware of that those of us that have not been traumatized would never know. So part of this advocacy piece is it's a segue away for you to act upon the world rather than the world acting upon you. And it's a way for you to start to see just how much, how aware you are. The traumatized brain says we're weak, we're not prepared. As you do advocacy, and we'll talk about forms of advocacy in just a, a couple minutes, you get to see just how much you've grown, just how much, you know, the good advice that you have and your ability to um, impact the world around you. So advocacy, um, what is it? We'll get to that and talk about that in just a minute. Okay, welcome back to Counseling on Demand. Today we're talking about advocacy in terms of uh, healing from trauma. Now, trauma, I think we're doing a much better job than even 10, 15, 20 years ago in terms of the healing process, especially in terms of duration. Uh, What we're talking about today is if you're in this type of treatment, there tends to be a lot of in-office work, and there's some assignments that can be given out for you to do. But if you're working on trauma, you're working on 
reducing symptoms. Uh, sometimes that can be really hard outside of the office on your on your own. And the trauma itself, the, the post-traumatic stress, can prevent you from doing the things that uh, you come up with in session that actually feel and sound like good ideas. But once you get out of the session, uh, it can be very difficult. So advocacy, um, that's kind of a general term. What I'm talking about is success by um, whether it's sexual abuse or physical abuse, verbal abuse. It's uh, finding a way to plug in to the community, a way to plug into societal needs. So advocacy, the the first thing that I think of is I'll, I'll actually invite people to write a book. The idea is that they're speaking from their personal experience. They're speaking on behalf of their inner self. They're sharing with the world. This, they have the opportunity to share with the world um, what that was like, how they are moving forward, what they need to work on still. I have a, a young lady that uh, did a small uh, a book that was published uh, a few years ago. And the, the book, I don't think it's uh, available anymore, but this book was called um, Superman Was a Woman. And the idea of Superman Was a Woman was her way of talking about uh, how she felt like she had to have the male strength to overcome the sexual trauma. And she talks about how she eventually found strength in her womanhood and her body and so forth. And she felt really good about giving that information out with the audience in mind of people reading that were feeling or had been traumatized. She was able to speak to them of her progress, speak to them of hope, speak to them of normalcy in terms of their response. So that was one good way to advocate. Other ways of advocating might be a blog. I have uh, several clients that do uh, blogs where they um, they go to senators, they go to groups, and then they take that information and and talk in in their blogs about advocating, you know, in, uh, at their capital, um, looking for changes in law, blogging about their days and what's going on with them, how it felt to stand up to um, to society and work on changing laws, how it felt to hold these groups. And obviously, all those, all those, these advocacy pieces are designed to help other people. Obviously, this is an opportunity for you to write a book or um, go to work on legislation or whatever to show you just how much you've grown. So a blog is, again, just another way to see the growth that, that you've had, but also reach other people. So another thing that, uh, well, let me go back for just a second. You know, when we talk, why do, um, why advocate? Well, a big part of trauma, as a matter of fact, the key part of trauma is power and control that somebody or the situation has over you. Advocacy gives you a way to flip that power to have that influence back. So it's a good exercise in saying, you know what, although I've been traumatized, although I've been a survivor, as a thriver, I'm going to reach out to the community. I'm, become, I'm going to become a member of these awareness groups. I'm going to be writing a book. I'm going to be doing blogs. I'm going to participate in legislation and so forth. That's where I'm going to get my power back because I deserve to have that. I deserve to be there. And I'm not going to be uh, continue to live under the power and influence of, of those that have hurt me and, and maintain that survival place. 
So there's a lot of associations. You can get online and you can become members of a lot of associations for those. Uh, National Prevent Child Abuse is one. Uh, that's a that's a, um, a group that my dad actually was over just before he passed away. Um, that's a there's a local. Uh, state level of prevent child abuse, but you can become an advocate, you can become a caregiver, you can become, um, you know, what do you call it, uh, a mentor for those that have been traumatized in different ways. So I'm going to encourage you, and maybe if you know other people, to consider not only counseling, but work on advocating. I have a gal that uh, her advocating was just, all she did is um, she made a thousand copies of uh, the phone number for for uh, a sex abuse hotline, and she posted them on the campuses at some different universities in the local area. And it really felt to her like she was helping those people have a voice that she wish that she wishes she would have had. So I'm going to encourage you to be mindful of participating in therapy, encouraging others to participate, but on your own as well. Engage in advocacy. Engage in supporting other people by telling your story in a healthy way, but also help yourself see as a marker of your progress. You know, when you reach out, when you blog, when you do legislation, talk to your local government, you're going to see and you're going to feel that growth that allows you to conquer, that allows you to overcome and, and be a thriver rather than trying to survive that abuse. A great way to do things. It might take a little bit of time. Take your time to put blogs together. Take your time to do some writing to see how much you know. Do this throughout the therapeutic process, and it's just another way to help enhance recovery from abuse and trauma. I am Fred Riley. Thank you for tuning in. You can find me online at gettingbacktolife.com, and please tune in, like I said, to uh, our live Instagram, the Instagram Live, I guess, um, every Thursday at 8.00.